Guess what time it is? It's time for Ninja News. Oh, shit! What happened? I'm not saying it again. I thought you were gonna do like a warrior braid in here. Dude, I've tried. It, I don't know how to braid hair. Okay, I, by the way, I've completely forgot what we have to talk about, so. It blends right in. Does it? Yeah. Nice. Alright guys, welcome back to episode two. This episode is not sponsored by Bean Boozled, but may feature some Bean Boozled beans. Yeah, habanero. So just a quick note, I had one of these earlier and I was under the impression it was one of those like trick or treat kind of things where, you know, it could be a good flavor or a bad flavor. Mm -hmm. And I've since found out they are all bad flavors. No, Ben, by the way, everybody, let's welcome our guest to our second ever podcast. Hello. Benjamin Lavin. Yes. Right, I said that right? Yeah, that's good, right. Good, nice I mean, to meet you, Ben. You know me for, for long enough. Who is Ben? So, um, Cody, do you want to enlighten on that? Or maybe, actually, maybe Ben wants to enlighten on that. I can introduce myself, that's no problem. So, yeah, my name is Ben. Oh, well, it's, it's weird because I'm talking to you guys, but I'm also like talking for the audience. Yeah. So you guys already know who I am. Wow. For the audience who doesn't know who I am, I am the Chief Operating Officer here at Fitzet Ninja, which is a role that it's hard to really describe. I, I, I kind of just do my best to help make sure the business runs and things operate as smoothly as possible. Mm-hmm. And as I have a bean in my mouth, he really helps me with my lack of computer knowledge, which is all of it. Yeah, I'm definitely, I would say, the resident kind of tech guy here. Yeah. All those fancy lights guys that we have in here sometimes. It's bad. It's bad. I'm gonna have one of these beans. Uh, on here we have habanero, Carolina reaper, jalapeno, sriracha, and cayenne. I'm on my third habanero. I'm going to spin the dial here. Habanero, <laughs> the orange one. He definitely did move the dial after <laughs> he spun it. Yeah. Have you, have you had all the different flavors, both of you guys? Well, I don't know if he's had all the different flavors. That's but not too bad. And no. you, did you have the Carolina Reaper one? That's yeah. the one I had. That was spicy. Mm -hmm. the, <coughs> the Academy made me eat eight of those today. <laughs> you offered to eat eight No, of they those. made me. <laughs> they made me. It was just hard to swallow because it was a lot of <coughs> belly. Have you guys ever chili. had like actual like, a Carolina, like a real pepper? I haven't had the real pepper, but I've eaten a ghost pepper, the oh, real pepper. Yeah, that's hot. That, that sucked. Yeah. But... Um, I think that is the actual reason why I can do dumb stuff like this now and why normal food doesn't taste like anything anymore. Oh yeah, I, th I like I tend to throw hot sauce and sriracha and like spicy Just stuff on everything. on everything. Yeah. That yeah. one was actually pretty good. I'm gonna have a green one. Do you know how hot sauce was invented? When? Why? Oh, oh no. It was invented for the like, coal miners, right? Because they'd be like underground mining and they'd inhale all this stuff all yeah. the time and their taste buds just left oh, so, so bars like and stuff realized that spicy buds. peppers they would buy that food because they could actually taste it fair enough and then people started liking hot stuff so yeah yeah that's uh that's my knowledge are of you peppers. gonna have another one ben uh ben, i'm spin good the wheel. i'm good for now nope spin the wheel all right peer pressure if i get the reaper though i'm not gonna be happy i put the reapers <laughs> aside oh he got the reaper <laughs> oh jalapeno look at that <laughs> My favorite. There you go. Yeah. This makes you sweat. This is a good warm-up. Yeah, it's a good introduction to the show. Uh, we do have a few things we want to talk about today. I guess so. Yeah, we want to talk about what's going on in the news with all the restrictions being lifted and... Ninja News! 
breaking update. Did we say it at the same time? That was pretty good. That was really good. Rain Man? Wait, that's numbers. Anyway, the breaking update is, uh, as we were recording the episode two, we had the news of, uh, actually we had no news of when the gym was going to open, but there is, <laughs> there's actually, <laughs> there's actually some, some really good news as Cody was able to shake out both arms at once in the middle of a dead hang. Maybe he wants to take it from here so I can shake out. So when we previously recorded the Ninja News, we had said that the gym was not open. We were waiting for restrictions to lift, which they have. We're now open for homeschool gym class and cohorts of athletes 18 and under. Yeah. If you haven't registered, you better get on it. It's getting full. And yeah, the 18 and over thing is a little sad right now. Just, you know, it's, it's kind of maybe unfair it seems, but we do have a way to supplement that. Uh, we have our one-on-one -on -one training sessions on the weekend, and I think there's two available during the week, Tuesday, Thursday evening, that you can book a time with your favorite coach or your least favorite coach and, uh, and come and do some ninja fun. Let's go! Yay! <laughs> I was just talking to Cody in our first meeting today. I'm like, just wait till the day where we don't have to say, spread out, social distance. Yeah. He's like, that's never going to happen. It's but an imaginary date. It's an imaginary point. date so far. Yeah. It's just kind of crazy, right? It feels like it's been forever. Yeah. But I, I mean, it has been a long time now, right? We're coming up on a year. Yeah, in March, yeah. Um, but it, it definitely feels like it's been a lot longer than that. I think in part because it's been such like a crazy whirlwind yeah. of a year. Yeah. Well, I think to tie into that also, we've been open and closed, <laughs> open and closed. We have these new restrictions and we've had a lot of hurdles we need to overcome to yeah. keep doing whatever we can do to yeah. provide the service to our clients. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah so why don't we kind of take it back to kind of March of last year, um, you know, when, when all this stuff was first starting to happen. Um, do you guys kind of remember what was going well, on? I'm, back I'm sure then? that Cody has a vivid memory because oh, he was. I definitely remember. He was not even here, and I, I was here, just kind of waiting to see the results of your competition you went to, and we show up to work the next day when you're not here yet, yeah. and we had voluntarily decided, okay, we're going to shut our doors. Yeah. And I think the very next day, the government's like, everybody, shut your doors. Yeah. So we kind of acted on it first as a company, in, in a sense, to, to better the community, to make the community safer. Yeah. And then here's Cody in Grand, Grand Prairie. No, Winnipeg. Wow, was I close there. That <laughs> means another bean I failed. Carolina Reaper. Your turn, ma'am. All right, yeah. So I was in Winnipeg. Uh, it was the day before the competition. We went in to check it out. Uh, hearing about things on the news, competition was still a go. The guy called us three hours later. He's like, yeah, we can't do the competition. Yeah. Uh, luckily, we were still able to get in there, just a small group of us, and kind of mess around and do a little mock competition, which was awesome of them. Mm -hmm. uh, then driving home, I remember I got a call from Tim. I was like four hours out of Edmonton. He's like, yeah, man, uh, we have to close. So, yeah, it was quite a shock, honestly. Yeah. But... I mean, a lot of good came out of that. If you haven't been to the gym since then, <laughs> yeah, this place is oh, a lot. A lot has changed since yeah. then. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it 
it's kind of interesting it it kind of all just came on all of a sudden as well like i remember it was i suppose early february i think like the first i even like me personally even kind of heard about covid and what's going on and there's the reports about this new virus that's starting to spread and da 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 but it was just something that's i'm sure for a lot of people too was just kind of in the back of your mind not not really something that was like oh is this going to affect me at all and just kind of slowly sort of day by day for the next few weeks there's just more and more stuff coming out in the news about it right and you start to think a lot more about like well hey what happens if this makes its way here how how is this going to affect like um you know not only me personally but like the business and all the customers and what we're doing um and yeah i think you mentioned it it kind of got to early march and we as a business decided hey this seems like a good time to maybe just shut things down for a little bit yeah and um, actually see what happens at that point too like i kind of remember those last two or three classes being like like you could feel something was up right there was like a weird energy in in the space it's like everybody kind of knew that it might happen a couple people didn't show up for class because they were scared on their own right like actually i remember my first conversation with tim he was he's like instantly like i need to go on this big health kick man like i we're all gonna get this disease like he was he was panicking like like a lot of people were like not knowing what the disease was right so Mm -hmm. a lot of the members family members you know like a lot of uh, the parents work in, you know, the front lines, everything. So they were sending, keeping their kids home. And then, yeah, out of nowhere, we shut down. And I move up here, you know, not even a year before that to start a new career job life up here. And, you know, the business I start at shuts down. All the businesses were shutting down, right, for, right. for a little bit. So I was a little worried for the first bit. But, um, you know, that was just our first hurdle. And our, you know, it's actually that day where we started knocking down the wall that it's right where the cameras are right now um we tore up the turf and tim's like I wonder if we can sell that <laughs> right and that was like our first hurdle that was our first big like huh we can sell this really year old turf that's been in our gym yeah can we sell more yeah i mean i think that's that's one you know one reason why we're, we're still operating today despite a mm-hmm. year of, of setbacks and challenges is you know, a lot of people we have on our team are creative and and, and have you know suggested that, suggested and come up with different ways that we can yeah. still continue to do some things. And some of those have not worked, but yeah. some of them have 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 worked. And uh, it's kind of what we're doing right now while we're still in this limbo mode. Good word. Haven't heard that word since inception. <laughs> I messed up my words. Good movie. I like that movie. This one's green. Yes, yeah, so so back in March, you know, when we made that call to shut down, I mean, I think we were all kind of expecting that it was going to be a, hey, we'll shut down for two or three weeks, make make sure, you know, this virus isn't going to, you know, kill everyone in the whole country, mm-hmm. and then we'll, like, open up again, right? I don't think anyone was really expecting that, you know, we'd still be here a year later. Yeah. you know dealing dealing with this whole thing i thought when we opened up for summer camps we were on the track of like all right by the end of the year no masks no restrictions nothing right and then november happens 
right? And here we are now with pretty much starting from the start again. Right. Which, yeah. So, so yeah, summer camps, let's, let's chat about that. So I think that was one of our first attempts to start to do some kind of ninja stuff again. Oh. Right. We, we kind of as a province, I guess, had the big shutdown in March and everything was shut down. And then we slowly started to open things up here and there with, with all these restrictions. So that, that was our, our first kind of challenging thing in terms of figuring out like, how do we, how do we do ninja stuff now? when there are all these restrictions in place, right? You can only have so many people getting together at one time. I can't remember if at that time it was just a ban still on indoor stuff or if it was just suggested we do stuff outside, but we kind of figured since it was summer that it would it would kind of make sense to, to try and do some stuff outside anyways, right? So we, we I guess, rented that space uh, a few blocks down the outdoor space and took all of our rigging and the warp wall and a bunch of equipment out there and started to do summer camps outdoors for for a few weeks yeah and then restrictions eased off and you were allowed to do inside stuff which i know the coaches were very happy about that just based on what we were able to move to the outside space you know it was obviously well, exactly. not ideal for a ninja class setup right but right and, and just being outdoors has its own challenges as well right yeah. like rain, rain wind heat. like all all stuff that you don't have to deal with when you're inside were all things yeah. that we kind of had to figure out how how to yeah how to deal with yeah. outside yeah yeah i still remember the challenge the big challenge of that one cody trying to cut the warped wall in half to move it that oh, was an angry day for oh, me. Oh, man. <laughs> That's the first time of seven times I'll eat a bean for that one that I... I'll eat a cayenne one that I've seen Cody th aggressively throw a tool. <laughs> aggressively. And I was a little scared of him there. But how did we end up cutting that wall? With a chainsaw. Big, oh, yeah. Big five-foot <laughs> chainsaw. Just cut that thing right in half. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. That way we were manageable, or it was manageable to bring one section outside. Mm -hmm. Um it wasn't bad, but one thing I, I look back and think of all these challenges, one thing we're really good at is adapting to any situation that was thrown our way and basically just mm -hmm. find a way to overcome that obstacle. Yeah, yeah. true. So, similar to the ninja mindset. Exactly. And I, you know, I think that's only demonstrated by the fact that basically everything we're doing as a business right now is completely like we weren't doing this even like six months ago, right? We have our ninja academy. Mm -hmm. We we have our, our turf ninjas kind of side thing we're doing. Yeah. Um, we have these outdoor school classes that we're doing. Yeah. Right. This is all stuff that we've had to kind of come up with on the fly as a result of the pandemic and trying to adapt to the new rules and regulations. And so, yeah, I think you know, what we're doing right now is a testament to exactly what you were just saying Cody so yeah after summer camps we, we were doing a few more outdoor things we kind of had this OCR yeah. stuff that right? was kind of it our first outside. like crack at 
the team training getting back, right? Right. Um, I think it lifted where you were allowed to have big gatherings outside or those. Yeah, I think it was up to yeah. 50 people yeah. outside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I remember that first day, we had a big, good fit set ninja cheer that I think somebody got on video that still is used a lot in our, <laughs> our promo videos. But uh, yeah, it was, it was cool to see everybody. Everybody was was more than willing to come outside and run. Just, yeah. Like, even without ninja stuff, it just showed the dedication, you know, of our team. Well, exactly. That they want to come back here. You know, I think that's one of our biggest strengths is that everyone who is on our ninja team, you know, we are a big community and a big family, you know, that we've kind of talked about that before and mentioned that before. But yeah, you're right. People wanted to come out, even if we weren't exactly doing ninja stuff, it was more conditioning and yeah. whatever. But just to kind of be together and be able to train together still. Yeah, I um, agree with which that. Which is great. It was out of a lot of people's comfort zone, but they yeah. did the same thing. They're like, you know what? I'm going to spend this time the best way I can with these people mm -hmm. and just have a good time. Right. Yeah, and we even had uh, we had some of the mini ninjas come out, five to seven year olds, little little <laughs> Jack running laps with me. He's like as tall as my knee, right? But we're just running around a field together, having a great time. Yeah. And then we get to September, and. You know, we wanted to start up our indoor training again in this new environment. Yeah. So there was a lot of differences and changes we had to make to the way we were doing things than, you know, how we had done them earlier that year in January. So, for example, with us being indoors, you know, we, we had to now put a huge emphasis on distancing between people, hand washing, sanitizing temperature checks when people are coming in all this kind of mandatory masks extra stuff yeah. the ma well the mask yeah the mandatory mask we kind of introduced a little bit later but yeah. but even back in September we were encouraging it right we yeah. were saying hey it's optional to wear a mask on the course but you know we highly are, are encouraging it um, you know we introduced a whole new Cleaning system and protocol. I would everything say probably getting, three or four new cleaning systems. Exactly, right? wipe down, progressing. spray down, in between like every every group coming here. I mean, I guess one of the biggest changes actually that we haven't even mentioned is the the whole cohorting system that we had to introduce. Right, previously it was yeah. I think we had what like two classes and fifty people in each class kind of thing, and they were yeah. kind of what right there one after the other. Yeah, everybody trained at the same time. And right. I think at, you know, one point throughout the class, you'd have 80 people in the gym. Exactly. Right? And that's just not allowed. Exactly. Anymore, right? Which, I don't know, to me, like, it's nice to have that amount of people in the gym. But what that taught me, what that helped us, you know, learn as a company is it's more beneficial to the team to train less people at a time. Right, like I, yeah. I, I think from those, like now we mentioned the last podcast, we have seven, eight, probably fourteen different cohorts. Uh, I think it's eight, right? Correct. Yeah, eight. it's eight. So, yeah. but they're all you know, thirty people max, and that might be a structure that we might just adapt going forward. Right, we could have the numbers rise, but it's beneficial to the athletes. Which there's not a lot of positives that come out of this year of random shutdowns, but mm -hmm. you know, that's uh, that's one of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, w I would agree. It seems like that format is, is something that we likely will continue. Yeah, it gives a more individualized opportunity to get more reps, more tries on certain things. And 
You guys keep did eating I, the beans. I'm, I'm good. Yes. <laughs> so, Cody, yeah, you mentioned then we introduced our our mandatory mask policy as well, where everyone needed to wear masks. And, you know, that decision, along with all of the decisions we, we've been making in 2020 and we're still making now, they're, they're not easy decisions to make, right? I think, you know, just, just from talking with certain customers and various emails and phone calls we get, I think there is some people that have the assumption that we're some big, huge corporation and we have teams of people that can analyze all the data and make all of these decisions and da da da. And it's, it's, it's not, right? It's our team is us three, our, our camera and audio crew, uh, Hamada and Drew, we got here. Uh, Tim and our, our academy staff uh, and our other Dylan. So our, our team is pretty small, right? Um, and we're also not in a situation where all 10 of us are all kind of actively making all the decisions or whatever. Like people have their own stuff that they're worrying about and taking care of as well. So a lot of these decisions take, you know, took a lot of time to um, make what we thought the right call was just because we were just kind of we're people here trying to like navigate the pandemic the rest as everyone else and make make the decisions that are going to be best for our customers our staff the business it it, yeah a lot of those decisions were were tough ones the mask one in particular because you know it's one of those things that intuitive or i should say right off the bat it 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 doesn't seem to go together right exercising doing intense stuff and like wearing something that might restrict your breathing in, in some way. Um, but thankfully we found that from all the athletes who had been wearing masks since September, that they, they were still able to do everything that they were doing, right? Yeah. Even if it wasn't quite as comfortable as not wearing a mask, I don't think we really had any cases of people just not being able to do their ninja stuff anymore because they were wearing masks. No, that one was actually one of the <laughs> easier you know new policies that we introduced right like there Mm -hmm. was one or two people that really didn't like coming in in a mask stuff like that but they they eventually you know knew that it was for the better of the gym right you want the gym to stay open Mm -hmm. every small step like cleaning between classes putting your mask on staying distant even when your mask is on helps Mm -hmm. not spread whatever this thing is Mm -hmm. right and uh I had another point. I forgot it. That means a bean. We'll do a spicy bean. We'll do two well, of the spicy th- beans. Thinking about it, I think one of the more difficult challenges was actually when we were doing the training with the masks and we were able to do the classes, but then the restriction came out. There's no more group training sessions. We could only do open gym. Right. So this was only like a week or something after we had introduced the new mask thing. <clears throat> and that was, that was tough because we're, we're used to just like that bond right you want to be hanging out with your friend oh let's go do this challenge together and with these new restrictions it's like mm-hmm. okay you guys can't be together you have to be mm-hmm. apart doing your own thing open gym style yeah. um and as coaches we weren't even really supposed to be giving much yeah like it was sad to have like you know little kid come up how do i do this sorry man like it's i really want to but like 
we're allowed to be open for this. We can't. We're trying to obey yeah. all these restrictions. And yeah, like you said, geez, those were hot. Like you said, uh, trying to keep the kids apart during that open gym setting, it was like we just pretty much turned to from coaches to principals, right? Like that's all kind of it yeah, was. It, it was tough. Like <coughs> oh god, just, like there's no other explanation. It was tough. You want to be in there. You want to be working with them, working. I don't know together. And yeah, that mm-hmm. was tough. Yeah. yeah. One, one thing I found particularly challenging, sort of, I guess, starting in November, is that a lot of these changes to the restrictions started to happen pretty quickly, one after the other, right? I mean, all the, the changes to the restrictions throughout the whole of last year kind of led us to a point where we needed to, like, change things up and figure out how we're going to do stuff. But back in November, it was like, every week there was a new yeah. new thing we had to think about right we had our, our masks then we had yeah the changes to the indoor fitness class format where we couldn't do that we could only do open gym people training by themselves and part of the challenge that we had was how do we effectively communicate all of this info to our customers to everyone that's on the team at a time when you know, they're being bombarded with all sorts of communications from all of the other products and services and businesses they they use, right? And how do we not overwhelm people to the point where they're just like, you know what, I'm just gonna stop coming for a while, right? right? Cause obviously that's- Yeah, it's gotta be frustrating as an athlete to like kind of not really understanding all these restrictions coming out one week you're able to do this yeah. next week okay guys sorry but you have to have a mask on all the time yeah next week sorry but we can't train you anymore we're just here to supervise you kind of have yeah. to do your own thing yeah. telling that to an eight-year-old is like huh well even some parents too were a yeah. frustrated and rightfully I so right yeah. yeah and part of the frustration i think as well has been that the all of the restrictions and guidelines that have come out oftentimes they haven't been super kind of clear about what exactly this restriction means right and so when you as a business kind of have one interpretation of what you are allowed and what you're not allowed to do and if a customer has a different interpretation then you also have to then try and explain to them you know why we are doing things a certain way or why we're not doing things a certain way Um, and when that conflicts with their understanding of what we're supposed to be doing it I don't know, there can be some misalignment there, which just adds a, a whole other challenge. Yeah. Okay, quick pause for a bean boozle. Dude, there's two spicy Carolina Reaper ones left. Yeah, you I'll gotta have eat one, one of, of them, because, yeah. Ben? Uh, you have that one. Just eat them. <laughs> These ones are not friendly. No, they're not. The one side of my tongue is really spicy, so I'm gonna chew on the other side. Um, One thing that, I uh, had com- had a lot of people had commented, Ben, you're in the water already. You don't even eat in the beans. It's drink water anyways. It's <laughs> healthy sure. for you. Yeah, healthy. Um, yeah, like mental health, like regardless, you know, this COVID thing's a huge thing, right? And we want to prevent it from spreading in our community. And But as, you know, from one person to fitness is like my mental health relaxer whatever i just messed up i have a bean in my mouth we're fine um, <laughs> Keep going. right but everybody's relies on their gym to come here to release stress 
you know get their motivation yeah for sure i know a lot of people right? a lot like, of people on our team like really relate to that mm -hmm. so yeah. to have that completely taken away from you like from one day to another very stressful right yeah cody you want to touch on it because i'm really spicy and so are you now and it'll be funny yeah even like for some people this is most the most interaction they get throughout the week coming yeah. to class like spending time with their friends that are at the gym and I know for my kids, like they've been cooped up like crazy and yeah. they really miss this place. So Yeah. So the the more that oh no, never mind, I'm just gonna let the spice pass. <laughs> so we, we, we had the masks policy, then we had to change to the open gym format, and then within like another few weeks we had the announcement that the province you know, it, we're shutting things down again. I mean it, it, it kind of made sense at least that we were going to be closed for a few weeks anyways over Christmas. We were kind of at the end of our fall season, so it wasn't too, too crazy. I think we ended up missing a week's worth of, of classes. And a competition. At, oh, and, well, and our yeah. competition as well. <laughs> and our winter camps that we had put in. <laughs> oh, we were missing a few there's things. There's a bean in my tooth. <laughs> I ate it, don't worry. Sorry, everybody. And again then we we sort of had another challenge of okay we're we're shut down now i think they gave us initially um an end date right it was Four kind weeks. of like the 11th or something was the end date of yeah january. beginning of january right and so we, we we kind of had that date but also in the back of our minds we we're thinking well what happens if this gets extended a few more weeks you know we'll see and so we we started then working around the idea of okay by february 1st things probably will will settle down a little bit and we'll start our training team season then in our new homeschool um, session. And we had that sort of date in mind and then we kind of, we got to the beginning of January and it turns out that things were gonna be extended a bit longer and we still kind of thought February 1st maybe and it wasn't really until, you know, I guess the last like week or so before February that we're we figured that hey, it's probably not going to be February 1st. Now we're going to have to push this thing back a little bit further. And, th and that's just been another frustration that we're not alone in, right? Other businesses share the same frustration of just not really having a clear date of when we can even get things going again, because it makes it hard to, to plan, right? It makes it hard for you guys as the coaches to figure out what's happening. It makes it hard for the customers to know, am I going to sign up? this season or not it, yeah it kind of makes it difficult for everyone meanwhile the nhl is allowed to work out sorry sorry so we i mean no it's good you brought that up honestly we, yeah dude i was in yesterday i was in superstore and i i love the fact that the guy actually i hate the fact that the guy was like oh you're buying pierogies right and like don't talk about all my food dude like come on but the next comment was <laughs> like, like the checkout guy yeah the next comment was him like were any of the aisles too busy for you today and i was like yeah that's something i want to answer instead buddy and i said to him and he said nothing back to this i was like yeah actually the aisle with the beans not the spicy beans <laughs> the aisle with the beans had more people than i've ever seen in my gym yeah and he just kind of looked at me and looked back at his cash register like i think he understood what i meant there yeah and, right it's I mean, but uh, him as just an employee of the company, yeah. what? Well, know, he can't do it. I'm not trying not to be like, dude, go, go exactly. clean up your aisle of all the people, right? It's more of a fact of 
you know, why can't a business be open who can physically control who comes into the gym, when they come into the gym, yeah. what is cleaned before, like, sorry, grocery stores, you're not cleaning all the food that I grab, look at, and don't want to buy, yeah. right? Like, or in any, in, in West Ed Mall, when I was there on the weekend too, it's a zoo, man, yeah. absolute zoo. So to see places like that open, flourishing, in a sense, with people everywhere, Yeah, our gym is a ghost town right now, and we can space people out in here enough, make sure they're all wearing masks. And yeah. Well, I think a lot of uh, businesses in the fitness industry have really taken this whole thing seriously, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you know, for us, we we did shut down before the province made a shutdown. Yeah. Um, we did introduce all these cleaning protocols. We did make masks mandatory, even though it wasn't a provincially mandatory thing. Yeah. We've taken a lot of steps to try and prevent COVID spread as a result of people coming to our facility. Yeah. And we, we have been successful, right? We haven't had a single yeah. case reported no. of, of COVID as a result of someone coming here. No. And I think the reason for that and the reason the, the fitness industry in general is has been so careful with everything is because, you know, the fitness industry can very easily be a, a scapegoat for, for spreading it, right? It's people mm -hmm. there exercising, breathing heavily, da da da. If, if a case comes up, it, you know, it's not unexpected that the province or the Alberta Public Health could come in and be like, hey, you guys need to shut down. Which, yeah. as a business, is obviously something we want to avoid at yeah. all costs, right? So we have been super careful in, in everything that we're doing to the point yeah. that. Yeah, we you know I think we all feel that we could continue and and do things safely and everyone would be yeah. protected and safe. But, but you know we got to follow the, the health the orders, risk, right? right? So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole another thing. Is it fitness considered an essential service in most people's eyes? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's it's making yourself better, your mental health, all that. Mm -hmm. But in a lot of people's eyes, it's not, apparently, right? There's uh, what just opened, uh, personal wellness centers and stuff, and one-on-one -on -one personal training, right. right? So to me, that's just as risky as, I don't know, a group of people wearing masks that are distant, right? Uh, to me, that seems the same. I mean, you're close together, one-on-one -on -one massaging, haircutting, personal training. Why not just have 10 people in a what are we, 30,000 square feet of gym, right? Something like that, maybe math, I'm being boozled. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and you know, other, other I keep eating these? groups of people can do, you know, schools, for example, are allowed to still be doing gym class where well, all the kids are together or doing stuff. You know, is it is that any different if the kids are in school doing a class versus mm -hmm. we have kids here doing a class? Mm -hmm. And especially Probably not. like, considering that we do the cohort thing as well. So yeah. we don't mix and mingle any of the athletes. Right. It's always the same people. Right, so there's a lot of a lot of frustrations still, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, one thing though that, that does at least give us some sense of direction is now that the province has at least introduced this new step system, it at least gives us some kind of direction for, for where things go and, and a bit of a timeline, right? Yeah. So even though, as you said at the beginning, the, the next step, you know, step one that's going to be happening soon, even though that doesn't really affect us that much, yeah. 
at least we can kind of see that, hey, if cases continue to go down, likely in step two, there'll be some more relaxation to the point where we, we can actually start having people in here more and, yeah. you know, doing some ninja stuff again. Yeah, and eating spicy beans. Yeah, I mean, you that's, guys better believe I'm buying a case of these beans a week. Anybody falls on this equipment, bean boozled, man. I almost spilt all the beans there. Spill the beans. <laughs> yeah, it's insights. Let's just let's stay going on the online training. Uh, we're going to yeah. be introducing some new online features as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, stay tuned for that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we're doing everything we can to add value to our members. So exactly, we we hope to get back to it soon. Oh man, we're excited to see see everybody in here. I got some got some challenges for a few ninjas. Wing nut. You can't call them out two episodes in a row. You got to pick someone else. <laughs> uh, yeah, what should I call out? You can edit this in. Just well, we don't need to call just, out anyone. Yeah. See, that's the advantages of wearing a mask. You can right? just dub over. This just say true. a list of yeah. names, and Hamada can just pick a name and throw it in there. I'm just really excited to see everyone back in here vibing and yeah. just having an awesome time. I agree. I think 2021 is going to be a, a much better year than, than 2020. Things are heading in the right direction now. Well, uh, yeah, I think we got good things that are coming. I agree. Yeah. Well, boys, I got a really good way to end this one off. Go on. All of those. No, dude, I did that already. <laughs> it tastes horrible. <laughs> Grab okay. a bean, just not the sriracha one, because Hamada knows they taste bad. I'll give it a proper spin this time. There's no Carolina Reaper ones left, so you oh, can't. Oh, well, that was sriracha. Okay, well, you got to eat the sriracha one, Ben. Come Is on. Is that this one? It's the, yeah. Like that one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to eat this. Thanks, guys, for having me on this episode. No problem. It's great to chat. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Ben. Uh, great time. Cool. Green one. My nose is sweating. Yeah, dude, my beard is wet. <clears throat> Wait. Yeah, it is kind of like old sriracha. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, old crust, like the sriracha that lives on like the outside of the cap. Yeah, if you just scrape that off and ate it, that's yeah. what it tastes like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this one tastes like a jalapeno pepper that was under my couch. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed episode two of the Ninja News podcast with special guest Ben. Tune in next time where we will see you for number three. Bean Boozle, not a sponsor. Yeah, I know, dude. It tastes like puke, eh? Oh, oh no. <laughs>